Hi, welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. (laughs) And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we explore the experiences of everyday people just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from your morning barista. You know the one. She's secretly a dom and has a client that likes to have his mouth used as an ashtray. I could be reading from one of your co-workers who currently runs a neighborhood glory hole. I could be reading from the ginkiest person you went to high school with. You know the one. They secretly hold the world record for the most people in a gangbang. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic fantasies, questions, or anything else, feel free to reach me to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, at DearNikki.com, or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. Just remember, by submitting a story or question, you certify the following are true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You are 18 years of age or older and legally able to write, submit erotic, or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage roleplay, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired, and you're releasing all rights to your creation. Don't forget, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, SmuttyFi, Facebook, at D-Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, 162. And if you enjoyed the show, leave a positive review anywhere you find your other favorite podcast. Support for Dear Nikki is brought to you by Manscaped. Ladies, have you started spring cleaning yet? The carpets need cleaning, the drapes need dusting, and you and your man's lawn needs mowing. Spring has sprung, and the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming have the best tools for cleaning aisle five in your pants. The start of spring also marks the start of Testicular Cancer Awareness Month in April. Manscaped has partnered with Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to the cancer in men's health, early cancer detection. Manscaped is committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men aged 15 to 35 and giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by the cancer as part of their We Save Balls initiative. Join the other 4 million individuals worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off free shipping using the code DearNikki. That's right, DearNikki, N-I-K-K-Y, of course. So, Monday, the 11th, next Monday, is my launch day. Launch for my book, and I'm having a lunch party. Sound like I said lunch. Hmm, do you want to eat me? Rhetorical question, I guess. Anywho, on the 11th, you can have a party with me at noon Eastern time. Keep an eye on my social media and I will let you know all the deeds. So D Nikki and I K K Y one six two everywhere you find me. And I'll make sure that everybody knows, but uh, definitely keep an eye out and um, we'll have our launch party. So just keep out an eye out for more information. I don't have all the details yet, but um, as soon as I do, I will find a way to let you guys know. 
Don't forget to get tickets for Crazy Summer Nights. I'll be there, be putting on a show. You'll get to see me have a drink with me on the side. So I'm they're actually carving out a time for us to have a meet and greet of our own there and just pick my brain. But don't, if you're there, don't feel shy. You can come up and say hello. And um, I might have a book or two to sign for you if you're there. Have you watched my show on Smutty Flicks yet? Dear Nikki is on Smutty Flicks. It's a little bit different than what we're doing here, just visually. So you actually get to see me. This week is Chrissy. She shows up in lingerie. And I tell her stories, stories like the ones you've written in. And she gets to answer the questions, would she, could she, and what would she change about it? They're a little edgier, something that sometimes we don't hear here. And actually, a few of them are ones that are from regulars that used to call in to me. Smutty Flakes is free. You just need to sign up for an account and those episodes are free. Now, if you want to see Chrissy and I talk a little more intimately, finding out details about each other. You'll get to find out a little bit more about me, maybe a personal story. That is something that you have to subscribe for, but you get to see Dear Nikki for free. So stop by Smutty Flicks, catch up on all my shows, and let me know what you think. And if you want to get on the show, send me an email at Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com, or you can send it to SmuttyFlix at DearNikki at SmuttyFlix.com. I'm often asked what I mean by lover, the term that I use, hello lover. For me, it's an determined of endearment from the person that I'm with. That is extremely special to me. Some may use it in a derogatory manner or think of it in a derogatory manner. And yes, it has been used in that way, shape and form throughout history. Um, a tryst or whatever else. I, I just think it's a very sexy term of endearment. Have I had many lovers? Not in the context of the, you hearing many lovers, but yes, I have. I, we all have, in my opinion. Um, Everybody comes into our life for one reason or another. Are you or do you think you're a good lover? What term to you means a good lover? For me, um, it means, as my best friend and I always say, it means someone running beside me and supportive, um, that our energies bounce very well off each other. Something that I did learn and about him was when I was speaking with Lorenzo and Chrissy and I were also talking about this and I was giving her an example of what I thought a good lover was, is when you go to reach for that spot that, and when I mean lover, you know, it could be just, you know, at someone for that night or for the weekend or for the month or whatever. It could be for you, whatever, but when, in this terminology here, meaning someone that you're going to be with. Making that person, if they're going to open up to you in any amount of sexuality of what they want, the desire they need, in that moment, they are your level. For me, when he provides me that bubble, and I don't realize what's going on around beside me, and that I've allowed myself to explore something that I have never done. And 
I'm smiling now and blushing. I wish you could see me. I, I am full in full flush mode. I am completely pink from the decollete down that he does. The best thing a lover can do, regardless of the amount of time that you're with them, is to provide them that bubble, that safe bubble that they are sexually safe with you. That if they want to explore anal, if they want to explore even as something as simple as kissing with their eyes open, or having an orgasm with their eyes open, or asking you to masturbate, or them masturbating for you. If you can provide them that safe space, that safe bubble that says, I'm with you, I've got you, and nothing else matters but in this moment with me, it's the best feeling in the whole wide world. So I ask you to ask yourself, if you're with someone, or if you're not, say you have multiple lovers, do you give them that bubble? Are you concerned that you don't? Have you thought about asking, do I give you that bubble? Because anytime you broach a subject of sex, of desires and wants and needs, act like you have skipped psychic class on Friday. Although I think that'd be kind of a bad class to skip in my opinion, but here we go. Don't think you know, because you don't. There's desires or curiosity that you wouldn't think. And sometimes curiosity can come in the form of being in the moment with you. So provide them or ask them how that you can give them that bubble. And I tell you, as I explained to Chrissy, and Lorenzo and I touched on and I my best friend and I all which she's not recorded. And I talk about all the time. And I say it here, sex and intimacy is on that chain of life. If you're, if each chain is solid, it feeds off another. So sometimes when we say intimacy and sex is, and I preach this all the time, is not important. That's not, it's just as important as the other chains in your link. It may not be that moment to do, but it's just as important. So if you're not nurturing all the chains in your life, what they all fall apart. So ask your lover. Ask your new lover that's in front of you for that moment, even if you're paying for them. This is what I need. This is what I want. This is what I desire. And hopefully you and them can find a way to give you your perfect bubble or at least the first step to it. What do you guys think? You know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax. Let's have some whiskey with some filthy cherries, of course and explore erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, I've never told anyone this story, but it has also never left my mind. When my now wife and I were dating, her brother met his future wife and introduced her to us. From the first meeting, I was completely attracted to Cheryl. She was athletic, sexy, sassy, and fun. Casual interactions would occasionally have some humorous flirting at first, but all that changed in one night. Cheryl and I would often hang out when my fiancé and her brother would have their bowling league nights, and these encounters got more and more flirtatious the longer they went on. As it did, she would tease me more and more, answering the door barefoot with tight gym shorts and a top, and casually breasting against me when we passed. All of this flirting made for great masturbation ideas, but it never got real until we took a road trip with Cheryl and my brother-in-law and a few of our buddies to a baseball game a few hours away. 
It was really a boy's trip, but Cheryl insisted she wanted to go. It would not hinder to our weekend. When we got to the hotel, we checked in and I took the room with my brother-in-law and her while the others took the bachelor room. All the guys went to the bar downstairs, but I decided to hit the hotel hot tub to relax after the drive. A little while after I had been in the hot tub, to my excitement, I heard the door lock beep and see Cheryl coming through the store smiling. She looked so fucking good in her suit, her perky tits filling out her top, and her sexy ass made me hard instantly. Playing it off, I asked her if the boys kicked her out. She said no, but she told them they could have their fun and she wouldn't pester them. Lucky me. She put her things on the lounge chair and walked over to the tub, dragging her toes across the water to feel the temperature. By this point, she also knew I had a foot fetish and would tease me by parading around barefoot with her toes painted dark, as she knew I liked. She slipped into the tub and we began to make small talk about the drive and weather while my heart raced and I struggled to hide my erection from her. She teasingly asked if I liked her suit to which I replied it would look even better on the floor. She laughed and looked at me with a seductive grin, which made my cock even harder. In time, she said, and lifted her foot up to my leg, running her toes over towards my cock. There was no hiding it now. She rubbed my cock through my shorts with her toes and feet while gently moaning and staring into my eyes. I asked her if she was sure, as this could make things weird and she replied there was no way she was going all weekend without having some fun of her own. She then rose out of the pool and grabbed her things, walked over and squatted down over me, and kissed me deeply and said, I have a surprise for you this weekend before leaving. My cock was leaking pre-cum as I watched her walk back to the room. That night, nothing extraordinary happened as we all had a few drinks and went to sleep in our rooms, The next day, we traveled into the city and saw some attractions, did some shopping, and headed back to the hotel. The guys all wanted to check out the local brewery, so we went for dinner. Cheryl said she had a headache and wanted to return to the hotel, so I told the guys I would catch a cab and head back and meet them out later. The ride back was quiet, and I was afraid the moment we had the previous day was just that, a moment. But when we got back to the room, She said she wanted to shower. So I grabbed a drink and went to sit on the patio. When I came back in the room, there she was, coming out of the bathroom in a towel that showed her sexy legs as she held it close in front of her tits. She smiled and slowly let the towel fall to the ground while she moved towards me. My cock was hard instantly, and she noticed. Well, I guess you like your surprise, she said as she pressed against me and kissed me. I ran my hands over her body and grabbed her tight ass, pulling her against me. She pushed back on the bed and straddled me, pulling up my shorts and boxers, sliding them down to expose my hard cock. She stared up at me while she opened her mouth and dropped over my waiting cock, taking into her mouth. She stroked me in and out, her warm mouth going deep around my cock while I moaned and writhed. She sat back between my legs and spread her legs to show me her shaved pussy, wet and smollen, while she spread her lips and rubbed her clit. She ran her feet up my legs and started to stroke my cock with her toes 
Pre-cum running out of me and onto her feet. How do you want me? She asked. Before I could even speak, I sprang forward and buried my face in her warm pussy. She tasted amazing. And I sucked and licked her clit while she ran her hands through my hair. She arched her back and pushed my head down her asshole. I licked and pushed my tongue against her ass, and she moaned, Yes, eat my ass. Before long, my cock could not wait, and I slid up to her while she grabbed my head and kissed me sloppily. The head of my hard cock was pushing against her dripping pussy, and she pushed back, writhing against me, until my cock slid inside of her warm, wet hole. I let out a groan of pleasure, and almost felt like I could come right then, but I slowed and controlled my pace to keep that from happening. I lifted her legs up, resting her feet on my shoulders, while I thrust my cock in and out of her. I licked and sucked her toes, while pushing as deep into her as I could reach. After a few minutes, she said she wanted to be bent over on all fours and fuck, and I obliged. I positioned myself behind her as she arched her back, reaching back and spreading her bubble ass open to expose her dripping pussy. I thrust into her and grabbed her hips to pull her back against me while she reached around and licked her fingers before inserting one in her pretty asshole. She fingered her ass and moaned while I played with her nipples, and I thrust my cock deeper and faster. Before long, she was coming on me and told me she wanted to come. I asked where. She said, wherever you want. This was too much, and I felt the pressure in my balls swell. I fucked her harder, my balls slapping against her as I built my load up. I kept thrusting as I started to come and started pumping my load deep inside of her, pulling her back onto me to shoot it deep as I could in her. We both collapsed on the bed trying to catch our breath. The night went on after that, and I was hard all evening thinking about Cheryl walking around with my load dripping out of her. We had two more encounters that weekend, including a blowjob in the hallway of the hotel, which ended with me coming in her mouth while she stared up at me. By the time the weekend was over, I had emptied my balls three times into Cheryl, only hoping it would happen again. They broke up a while later, and Cheryl and I still chat occasionally on social media, but had never revisited our amazing weekend. Here's the hoping we may someday, Mitch. Well, hello, dangerous Mitch. Okay, I know I probably, I need to learn new phrases. This was completely sexy. I totally like the way Cheryl did. I'm gonna give you that, Mitch. I can see why you would fall for it. Absolutely. Not fall for it, but go through with it, I should say. Um, Especially the blowjob in the hallway. I as much as all this was hot, I like that aspect too. I would have liked to caught you guys. I, my lover and I would love to have seen that. I, I can vouch for him on that one, actually. I don't think he'll mind me speaking up on that. However, I want you guys to hook up too. I'm, I'm like, let's get this going, Mitch. Come on. I, I'm wanting to relive this with you and or at least have some other sexual encounters more maybe in hotel hallways the thing is have you guys talked about it if you guys are on social media together have you had that is it getting closer or have you said do you remember when you were in the hot tub with me 
Do you still paint your toenails dark? Those eventually, it seems like when you were connect or reconnect with an old lover, tryst, whatever we're calling this here, eventually it comes up. Someone, you know, jumps into the frying pan to bring it up. Otherwise, it's like this said, unsaid thing, uncomfortable or very comfortable. This is my question. And I have to say, I'm a lot like Cheryl. I love to, well, flirt, tease. But then I really don't know how to do any of those. Just ask my lover. Dear Nikki, after a five-year-long dry spell, I, a fit Latino male in his mid-twenties, started having a fair amount of casual sex these last few months. Some time ago, my next-door neighbor, a curvy Korean woman in her late 40s, who had become a good friend of mine after I'd moved in, noticed the ins and outs of different girls and started teasing me about it, saying how, if I was 25 years younger and 40 kilograms lighter, I would rock your world for as long as we were together. I flirted back by mentioning how her age and body turned me on and how I'd love to have my way with her if she wasn't married. She got very close to me and whispered that being married wouldn't be the determent for her if it was something between us. We didn't have sex right away on that day, but we always teased each other whenever possible, slowly grinding at each other on my couch while our lips almost touched giving each other massages while naked in her bed, giving head, and purposely stopping before making the other climax in my car, and so on. It became an unspoken rule that we weren't going to kiss, nor intercourse anytime soon. Until, six days ago, her husband left for a business trip that will last for a few weeks. We decided that enough was enough, and we would do it as soon as it was possible. I took her to dinner at a fancy restaurant the night he left, and the sexual tension between us was something I've never felt in my life. After coming back to our building, I thought it would be fun to end the night with on a romantic kiss and leave the sex for the next day, just to keep her and I hungry for it. She pulled me to her apartment as soon as we started kissing, and we broke our little rule not by having a slow, sensual, and romantic lovemaking session in her bed like I had planned, but by ferociously fucking her pussy raw and coming inside of her on the kitchen floor, exactly how she wanted. If fucking married pussy is so wrong, why does it feel good to do it? She has been neglected by her husband who cares more about his company than the amazing woman who has been by his side for more than 20 years. It should feel wrong to make her take off her wedding ring every time we've had sex since that day, but it doesn't. It should feel wrong to make her whisper that I can satisfy her better than he can, but it doesn't. It should feel wrong to fuck her and make her orgasm in my mouth, fingers and dick in every room of their apartment, but it doesn't. It should feel wrong taking her anal virginity, but it doesn't. It feels so right. And we fucking love it. Joseph. Hello, Joseph. So, I've said it before and I haven't said it in a while, but I'll give you one of the best pieces of advice that was given to me. If you don't take care of your house and everything in it and be willing to decorate and move things around 
and change it up a bit every now and then, someone will come along and take what you took for granted. Puts everything in a different perspective, I always thought when I think of that. Could you take a bite of the forbidden fruit? Could you cross that line? If you knew you had no chance of being caught, and you could pleasure that person and give them that one moment, few moments, or even a few years of perfection, of lust, of a connection that they've never had, would you? Hmm. I think I would. Dear Nikki, the last two years as Salvatore's girlfriend have been the most interesting years I have experienced. We listened to your podcast together recently and thought it would be a perfect place to vent and confess all the devious situations we created and enjoyed and how one crazy event triggered it all. We aren't married, but fell into a hot wife role regardless. After two years of Salvatore, I started noticing that he always wanted me dressing hotter and sexier regardless of where we were going or what we were doing. My body was looking better and better because I was working out regularly and I guess Salvatore wanted to show me off. Salvatore was constantly buying me new sexy skirts and shoes and outfits from websites and telling me he wants me dressed like this as much as possible. When I dressed sexy, we always had great days and nights in the attraction and sex drive was always the strongest. I started noticing that when his friends were over the house or just hanging around together doing what guys do, he would tell me what to wear before. One night, he told me that I must wear fishnets, and then his friends came over, which I didn't expect. Why would he tell me to put on fishnet stockings under jean shorts in the summer when his friends would show up? It was becoming obvious that he was getting off on all the attention and eyes were on me, even if I looked like a slut in his friend's eyes, or if random guys were always staring at me. Then one night, for the first time during sex, he starts to talk dirty to me, and telling me he knows that I like when his friends stare at me. I personally didn't get off knowing his friends were staring at me, but the next day, when his friends was over to help him fix a computer, I thought about it, and I got hot. Fast forward two months after Salvatore became more comfortable talking dirty to me and role-playing about me being with other men while we were having sex, I had an experience with Salvatore that changed us forever and that he takes fully responsibility for. I will keep the story brief because there were a lot of details. We were out at a nightclub for his friend Warren's birthday he met one of his buddies from high school that I have never met. He lived out west and was visiting our coast for one week, and he decided to come to the club for his birthday. He came alone. During the night, I noticed him looking at me. I told Salvatore about it. He said, I don't blame him. You look like you love sex. Three drinks later, Salvatore and I were so horny and wanted to go home. We were too drunk to drive home, so I suggested we take an Uber home. Salvatore said no, because his friend would drive us home in our car. It sounded like a smart idea to me. 
When Salvatore went to the coat shack to get our jackets and left me alone with Warren, Warren complimented my choker and my outfit and wanted to say more, but he stopped talking the minute Salvatore came back with our jackets. I immediately told Salvatore about it, and he said, I'm not surprised he wants you, because I saw him staring at your ass a few times myself. He would probably pay to have sex with you, and he giggled. We got into our car, and Salvatore told Warren that he needs to be next to me, and he came to sit in the back seat with me. As we start to drive, Salvatore immediately slides his fingers into my underwear and starts playing with me, and I was shocked and told him to stop because his friend might see. He didn't stop. I got hornier, of course. Salvatore then shocked all of us and asked Warren what he thought about my ass. Warren got nervous and almost scared. Then Salvatore grabbed me, flipped me over, and pulled my skirt up and says, Warren, this ass right here, what do you think about it? At this point, I'm still taken back from Salvatore's drunken behavior, and I couldn't stop him. Warren looks back with a red face and says, she's very sexy. This is where I got so hot, and I couldn't even fight back. He looks at Warren and says to watch this and pulls his cock out and forces my mouth down onto it very roughly, and I just went with it. I remember sucking and slurping so hard and loud, eventually because I knew he was watching. He told Warren that he must feel this for himself, and he commanded me like I was a slave. Now go slurp on his cock right now, and show him what you're good at. I didn't move, so Salvatore grabbed me by my hair, and dragged me over towards Warren in the front seat, and I felt helplessness, but very, very wet from it all. Warren opened his pants and told me to show him what I was good at. Next thing you know, I'm blowing his friend like I'm some whore, and enjoying it more than anything I've ever experienced. The way it made me feel was to be used was so intense, I don't think I was ever this wet in my life. Then Salvatore said out loud something like, You will never see Warren again, most likely to show him what a whore you are. Don't hold back. I realized he was right and let myself go completely, which felt amazing. I knew I could mess with Salvatore's mind by acting like I wanted to fuck Warren. So I asked Warren if he was ready to start fucking me. When Salvatore heard that, he looked at me and then whispered in my ear that I'm not allowed to fuck him. I told him that I needed to. That immediately caused Salvatore to grab me and pull me back to the back seat, bend me over, face me towards Warren, and started fucking me. This turned me on a lot. Salvatore commanded me to make Warren come with my hands. He fucked me till I came, which didn't take long. I felt like such a whore that night and couldn't stop thinking about it for weeks. It made sex between us for that week 20 times better. It was such an intense experience. From that day on, because we are very close, and our fantasies and lust grew. I also get so wet when we went out, not knowing what Salvador would do next to me. It was wild. I became a hot wife and ended up yearning and craving for more stranger experiences in my mind. I told Salvador about how he is at fault for creating this monster. We are open to sharing a few more of our stories that happened afterwards. Thanks for reading.
SNG. Well, hello, SNG. And I actually have a little nugget of a note from Darcy. Darcy says, uh, yes, of course. <laughs> I'm surprised it was so polite. Sometimes it's fuck. Yeah. Get on this. <laughs> so yes, um, I'm going to second his motion and please feel free to write in at any length in description and details. All the better. More details, the dirtier for me and my vibrator afterward. Yeah. <laughs> this was hot. I, I have to agree with you, G. That's what I'm going to call you because that's what it says right here. G. I'm guessing you're G and S is Salvatore here. Just because there's the title of hot wife, people take that sometimes too literal. There are so many different aspects to relationships. And you don't need a, sometimes you need a piece of paper for legality reasons and yada, 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 yada. We won't get that here. So if this is why I don't like labels, because it's trying to pigeonhole and put you in a box. That's why I always just say what everybody's doing is just sex exploring, exploring sexually. And that's what you're doing. Um, if that title makes you feel great, you wear that like a crown, sweetie. I, I, you have my full backing on that. But here's the thing about it with everything that went on here. There are times men, gentlemen here, this is, I don't know if I'm not speaking from every lady here, but uh, I know for myself that I like being a lady on the outside that has a little bit of air of mystery to her. But there are times, and G said it just perfectly. We want to be treated like a dirty whore. We want to know that we can make you lose control, that we, the person that you chose or the women that you choose, are able to just make you give in to that animalistic man behavior, if this is your thing, of course. So I know for me, when I can make my land, just use me five ways to Sunday and hang me up dry wet. Oh, yeah. I definitely know that I've done my job as his lover. I think this is a perfectly wonderful place to stop for tonight. I want to thank you again for joining me and remember to stop by my sponsor Manscaped for the Lawnmower 4.0. Don't forget to check out to use the code Dear Nikki, all one word, to get 20% off your purchase. Also, ASN wards are out. Nominations are up till the end of April. So go vote, please. Anywhere you want to put me, I'll take it. Also, book release next Monday. Keep an eye on social media for all the deets of when my lunch party is. Crazy summer nights. Come have a drink with me. I would really like to meet you guys and say hello. And some of you, I have 20 million questions I can't fit in a 30-minute show. Last but not least, don't forget to catch my show on Thursdays over at Smutty Flicks. Um, this week, I'm interviewing a listener just like you. Uh, her name is Chrissy. We, I tell her three stories, and then I have drinks with her, and we explore what her sexual fantasies are. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, she's wearing lingerie. I'll make sure all the links are in the show notes, of course. If you don't see one that I've mentioned, please send me a message and say, Hey, dork. You fell asleep on the job and I'll know what you're talking about. And just tell me, ask me which one and I'll send it to you or, or just tell me to update my show notes. Got it. And in closing, hello lover. I'm in a particular, very sexual mood. 
Do you think you can use me and slam me five ways to Sunday and make me come? I really need you. What do you think? And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a wonderful week.